What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the newest episode of the All Sports Talk. I am your host, Juan Rodriguez. And as always, you can always call me JR, good old JR, Junior, Hot Rod. It doesn't matter. We're here to talk about sports and everything about sports. So let's get right into it. I know everybody's excited, just like how I'm excited. The NFL schedule is out. People literally wait for this schedule to come out to plan vacation time. Around this time of year, they literally plan where they're going to go, what games are they going to go to, who do they want to see, what tickets are on sale. This is the craziest time of the year if you're an NFL fan because I'm right there with you. I look at hotel rooms, flights, everything plays into a factor into this. Excuse me. And this is just one of those years. You know, it's a big year. There's going to be 17 games now. It, it, the season extended. One less preseason game. Season extension. Super Bowl is not going to be until Valentine's Day weekend. So hopefully you get yourself a good mate to <laughs> compromise. Try to watch the Super Bowl during Valentine's Day weekend. So uh, before we do get into the schedule, let's get into some couple of other things and then we'll get we'll dive right into what I think are going to be the best games every single week 1 through 18. So uh really what it is is LA looks like they're it's about time they're winning again. The Los Angeles Lakers beat the Houston Rockets yesterday 124-122 on banner night. They unveiled their uh championship banner and Anthony Davis, LeBron James did not play. Health reasons, obviously. Uh, But they ended up with the victory. Uh, They have now won their last two in a row. They're still in that uh, play-in tournament uh, with a little bit games left to go. It looks like it's going to stay that way unless some dramatic change happens where either Dallas or Portland, uh, they start losing. And I mean, they start losing now. But it looks like that's what it's going to be. So we'll see how it goes. You know, kudos to them and congratulations to the Lakers again for uh, unveiling their championship banner. It was a very beautiful ceremony. Um, you think you would get kind of numb it, numb to it by now. Oh, Lakers, another championship ceremony. You know, it just feels like it's their birthright. But, you know, it's always kind of cool to see championship banners unveiled. So kudos to them. And the Dodgers, the Dodgers have finally won. A playoff series. This is their pl- first playoff series win since mid-April. It has been that long. But that's the beauty thing about baseball, isn't it? You're on top of the world one week, and then the next week, everything's crashing down. That's the beauty of baseball. That's the beauty of it. I still believe that 162 games are way too much for a baseball season. But I guess that's just the beauty of it. The romance of baseball. You just got to take the good with the bad. And the Dodgers finally got their first playoff series win yesterday, winning two out of the three against the Mariners. So kudos to them. L.A. looks like they're finally starting to get back on track. So for two teams that were are the reigning champs, it's uh, it was pretty, pretty hard to see them kind of fall off uh, their throne a little bit. But we'll see what happens for the Lakers and the Dodgers. NHL playoffs are coming up. 
So we're going to have a little big tournament about that. You know, we're going to do a contest, actually. I'm going to test your guys' knowledge. I'm going to set up a playoff bracket on my Instagram page, you know, Facebook page, everything. If you can predict to me the winner of the NHL playoffs, you win a prize. I'm not going to reveal that prize, but it's going to be a good prize. So follow up. I'm with more follow up coming up soon. So let's just drive, drive right into it. Right into it. NFL schedule's out. Everybody loves this time. If you're a diehard football fan, you look forward to days like this. You look forward to the draft. You look forward to free agency. You look forward to the schedule release. It is one of those things where you just... You get so hyped up about. Yeah, and the only crazy thing is that there's leaks and people just want to... Me, personally, I hate that. I want to be genuine when it comes to the schedule release show. Like, I want to be surprised who's playing who. So, as I mentioned, there are 18 weeks in this NFL season. 18 weeks. They added an extra game, regular season game. They took away a preseason game. Obviously, the playoff extension, you know, last year were now seven teams. You know, it's all the same, but now the Super Bowl is going to be mid-February instead of early February. So, you know, it's just one of those things where, hey, you know, money talks. And nobody to blame but the fans. Nobody to blame but the league. We love football. We want more football. And that means sacrificing some stuff here and there. It looks like they're going to do it. So, me personally, I wasn't a big fan of losing the preseason game. I think four preseason games is enough. Three... Is okay, but you know, it kind of does feel a little let you feel a little bit bad for like the late rounders and the undraftees who are trying to make the team. And usually, that fourth preseason game is the make or break to you know make the 53 man roster. Because remember, the 22 the 22 starters already know who the 22 starters are in training camp, it's not the starters, it's you know. Players, you know, 35 to 53 is where they're really fighting to make that team. And taking away a preseason game, to me, feels like it's just going to make it that much harder for late rounders and undrafted rookies to make a splash in the league. So we'll see how that goes. But let's just get right into it. Week one, I think it's a no-brainer. It's the defending champion Buccaneers taking on America's favorite TV rating, the Dallas Cowboys. The Buccaneers open up the season uh, trying to go back-to-back Super Bowl champs. They're opening up their season against the Buc- uh, against the Cowboys at home. Dak Prescott's back. You know, hopefully everybody's healthy at this point, you know, because we don't, we don't know what's going to happen in preseason. We just don't know. But just looking at it on paper right now, Cowboys, Buccaneers, that's a no-brainer. You know, I could have obviously said, oh, the Ravens taking on the Raiders. The fan, There's going to be fans in that new stadium. You know, Bears, uh, Rams at SoFi Sunday night. That's another one. But really what it comes down to, it's, it's opening day. It's opening day and everybody loves this game. So uh, Cowboys-Buccaneers week one matchup of the week. Week two. There was a couple good contenders. We had the Patriots-Jets. Who really it could be Mac Jones versus Zach Wilson 
you know, if Mac Jones should beat out uh, Cam Newton. Then we got the Bengals versus the Bears. You know, that was another close one. You got Joe Burrow versus Justin Fields. Should he beat out Andy Dalton in training camp and preseason? But the game of the week for me, week two, it's a no-brainer. Chiefs-Ravens, can Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens put away the Kansas City Chiefs? It seems like Lamar has success against everybody but Kansas City. Can they put him away? And it's a Monday Night Football game. You got to love that. So give me Chiefs-Ravens week two. Week three, Packers 49ers. Rematch of the NFC Championship a couple years ago. Uh, Can the Green Bay Packers put the demons away of not being able to win on the West Coast? We don't know what the whole dilemma is with the 49ers offensively. Who's going to be the starting quarterback? I think it's going to be Jimmy G. There's some real people out there that believe that Trey Lance could take the job away from him. I still think it's going to be Jimmy G. You just kind of let Trey Lance just sit there and you just let him learn. But for Aaron Rodgers, this is kind of a a test early on in the season. Excuse me. This is a test early on for Aaron Rodgers to kind of put those demons away of can they win on the West Coast? Can the defense stop the running game? That's all the Packers need to do. If the Packers just get better on stopping the run, then they have a real shot to come away with this. So, you know, not just this game, but the whole NFC. And I know Tampa Bay, they brought all their starters back, but if they could just stop the run and they could still get after the quarterback like they've been doing, they have a shot, especially with the mad Aaron Rodgers. So... Give me Packers 49ers week three. Week four, there was a couple games. There was one game in particular, you know, obviously that's not going to get a lot of attention because in week four, the game of the week is the Buccaneers versus the Patriots. It's understandable. Tom Brady comes back to Gillette. New England has to face Tom Brady. At that point, Tom Brady could break the NFL single season or um, not single season, NFL all-time record. Of passing yards, and you know, he can also be the third quarterback, I believe, to beat all of his former teams or to beat all 32 teams in the NFL. So, you know, that's a good accomplishment. And then, but there's a game that nobody's really talking about that week, and it's, it's a real shame because they're so. They've, they're terrible teams, and nobody's talking about them, but the potential is there to be a great game. We got the Jaguars taking on the Bengals. That would be my pick, but right, that would be any pick if it was not for the Buccaneers-Patriots. But when you have the Jaguars versus the Bengals, battle of the number one picks. Trevor Lawrence taking on Joe Burrow. A championship rematch from college a couple seasons ago of LSU versus Clemson. This is going to test. This is going to be a good one, I believe. But for right now, Buccaneers, Patriots, it's just everything's there. The entertainment value is there. The shock value is there. And just, you know, the drama is there. So give me Buccaneers, Patriots. But Jaguars, Bengals, close second. Week five. I could have gone Bills, Chiefs. AFC Championship rematch. We really don't know if it was just, you know, a bad day for the Bills or what. But I think there's another game, week five, where sort of a little bit of a drama, somewhat of entertainment source, 
And it's more of a revenge game. The drama? Bears Raiders. People don't remember they made the trade a few seasons back. The entertainment value? Las Vegas. And then the whole, you know, revenge plot. This might be Khalil Mack's last shot as a Chicago Bear to beat the Raiders. And if anybody saw that Bears-Raiders game in London a couple seasons ago, Khalil Mack got embarrassed. I mean, he got embarrassed. So embarrassed, he did not even want to talk to the press after the game because he only had one tackle all game. This is a revenge game for Khalil Mack. Like I said, Bills Chiefs, that could be, you know, the game of the week. But for my money, give me the Bears and Raiders. Khalil Mack's last chance to get back a John Gruden for trading him. And there's a lot of factors to this. All those picks for both teams, that one great player for a team, and no Super Bowls to show for it, no playoff victories to show for it. You know, it's just one of those things where, to me, Bears-Raiders week five, that's the game of the week for me. Week six, we have a couple. Uh, Obviously, Herbert versus Lamar Jackson would have been a good pick for this week. But I'm actually going to go a different route. A game nobody is expecting. Game nobody's even thinking about in week six. After watching the NFL Network, ESPN, talk about what games are they looking forward to each and every single week. Nobody mentioned this game in week six. Cardinals versus the Browns. Two teams that are up and coming. Two teams that are solid on offense. Two teams that are trying to find their identity on defense. Now think about this. The Cardinals did everything in their power to revamp that defense. They got J.J. Watt. They drafted Zayvane Collins. They had everything. Chandler Jones is coming back. They're doing everything right. They are doing everything right. And you know Arizona's got the got the offense now to go for it. They really do. D-Hop, Colin Murray, Chase Edmonds, the, kid, the wide receiver they drafted in the second round, Ronald Moore. They have a lot of firepower now. So really what it comes down to is, can they stop it? That defense is going to be the question for Arizona. And the Browns, their running game is back. Their wide receivers might be ready to go. But they also have questions on defense as well. This is a game where it's going to test to see who is ready to make the next leap. Will it be the Cardinals or will it be the Browns to compete for their prospective division? I can't wait for that game. Week 7, it's no surprise. Lions versus Rams. If you've been living under a rock or if you haven't heard by now, Both of these teams traded their starting quarterbacks to each other. Matthew Stafford is now on the Rams. Jared Goff is now on the Lions. Jared Goff returns to SoFi Stadium to take on the Rams and try to stick it to Sean McVay. And Matthew Stafford finally gets a chance to what I believe could be his probably best shot of a Super Bowl run. Because all Ram fans were saying is, we just need a quarterback with a quicker arm and a stronger arm to match up with those wide receivers, and Jared Goff wasn't it. Well, here you go. Here you go. This is now all on Sean McVay. If the Rams fail, 
to get a Super Bowl with Matthew Stafford and no future first-round picks and no cap space, I could see the hot seat. Even though Sean McVay is winning, I could still see a hot seat burning up where it's like, dude, you're wasting our future and we have no Super Bowls to show for it. Yeah, you got there. That's great. But you got embarrassed. He only scored a field goal the whole game. This is the measuring stick for the Rams. This is it. They need to win this game. <clears throat> Plus, it'll be a good test to see if they can start winning division titles again. Now, week eight, we got the Steelers versus the Browns. We all remember the debacle of that playoff match between the Steelers and Browns uh, this uh, playoff season. We all saw it. It was embarrassing for Steeler fans everywhere. But this is the measuring stick for the Browns now. The Browns are coming into the season with a lot of hype. Knowing that all the pressure is on them. And some people are even betting that the Browns can win the division this year. That's ahead of the Steelers and the Ravens. This is going to be a fun one to watch. Week 9... We got the Packers versus the Chiefs. Do I have to say anything more? Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes. Enough said. Let's get down to it. You know, we don't know. Right now, Aaron Rodgers is a Green Bay Packer. And I hope. I don't think he's going to get traded. And I hope he doesn't get traded. But right now, give me the Packers versus the Chiefs week 9. That's going to be an interesting game. Week 10. I got the Chiefs versus the Raiders week 10. I genuinely think the Chiefs are pissed. Not because they lost the Super Bowl, but because of how everybody made fun of the Chiefs last year. Everybody saw Travis Kelsey after that Broncos game Sunday Night Football where he kind of messed up and he said, yeah, it's always tough to play the Raiders when they were playing the Broncos. And I think everybody kind of made it known that you know, experts, everybody said, oh, the Chiefs don't want to play the Raiders in the playoffs the third time any 30 times this year. They don't want to meet them in the playoffs. Because literally, last year, it seemed like all the analysts and all the experts of football made it seem like the Raiders were the only threats to the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm pretty sure the Chiefs want to come into a legion again and shut those critics up. I'm pretty sure they do. So give me Chiefs versus Raiders, Sunday Night Football. This is going to be where, and this is a lot of pressure for John Gruden and Derek Carr. You either got to win this game, or if you have another lousy year, people are going to start talking about you guys getting replaced. So that's week 10. Week 11, we actually got a little bit of a fun one here. I actually kind of excited about this one. Ravens, Bears. Now... I know what you're thinking, Ravens, Bears, think about it. Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields, can't beat that. Bears defense, Ravens defense, this is going to be good. This is going to be a good measuring stick for the rookie, Justin Fields, who I believe should be, who will probably be the starting quarterback because Andy Dalton is probably going to falter. But Ravens, Bears, I mean, like I said, Justin Fields, Lamar Jackson, Week 11, Give it to me. Week 12. Rams, Packers. 
A lot of dilemma. Now, obviously, football is a year-to-year game. And this is a rematch of the divisional round between the Rams and Packers. A lot of people were saying, well, had Jared Goff had the stronger arm during that type of weather, there's a possibility that the Rams could have beaten the Packers because the Rams had the number one defense. Well, again, this season, there's a lot of pressure on the Rams. A lot of pressure. Because they gave up a lot for Matthew Stafford. I mean, they gave up a lot. They were so ready to get rid of Jared Goff. They gave, they gave up first-round draft picks for Matthew Stafford. This season, the Rams' heads, all head holds are on the line. And the Rams have to come through. And this is going to be a game where they have to come through and try to win. Rams, Packers at Lambeau. Give me week 12. That, that's going to be a good one. Week 13, another game nobody's really talking about. There's a lot of good games out there. But I'm not going for the knowns. I'm going for the unknowns. Give me the Chargers versus the Bengals. The Chargers-Bengals played last year, week one. And Justin Herbert wasn't the starting quarterback. The NFL is getting a second chance at redemption. Week 13, Justin Herbert versus Joe Burrow, week 13. How can you not be excited for that matchup? Give me that one. Week 14, my game of the week. Bills, Buccaneers. This is going to be the measuring stick for the Buffalo Bills. This is it. If they can hang with the Buccaneers, then I think there's a real good shot. Super Bowl is not out of the question for Buffalo. Should their defense improve? Can their offense get better? If their running game improves, if their defense gets better, Josh Allen's going to kill it offensively with his wide receiver group. Should they improve on those two areas and they can hang with Buccaneers? I'm not saying when, but if they can hang with them. I don't know why Buffalo in this year's Super Bowl in Los Angeles is out of the question. I don't see why. Week 15, Packers, Ravens, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson. Enough said. That's as easy as it gets right there. Week 16. I know there's a lot of games out there that are probably going to be close and, oh, this is playoff implications and blah, blah, blah. Screw that. I want the game that no one's going to be talking about because it's going to be fun for diehard NFL fans. Week 16, give me the Jaguars versus the Jets. Give me Trevor Lawrence versus Zach Wilson. Week 16, both of these teams might be out of playoff contention, but so what? Let's see number one going up against number two. Draft picks, obviously. So, give me the Jaguars-Jets week 16. I think that's going to be a lot of fun, and that's going to show the direction of how the franchises are going. Are they both going upwards? Are they both going downwards? Are they both up and down, middle, steady middle? We'll see. Week 17, there's a lot of games here. There's a lot of games here I would have liked. I would have loved to pick the Jaguars versus the Patriots because maybe we get Trevor Lawrence versus Mac Jones. That would have been a good game. You know, who knows what, where the Jaguars and the Patriots are going to be end up there. But again, week 17, I hate to sound like a broken record. I got to go Browns and Steelers only due to the fact that it's a Monday night football game. And with so much playoff implication here, who knows 
I would, I'm going to keep my eyes glued on Jaguars Patriots, especially if Mac Jones is a starting quarterback. Because Trevor Lawrence is a starting quarterback all 16 games, whether he does good or bad. They're not, they should not bench him. But Brown Steelers, Monday Night Football, this is the test for Cleveland at Pittsburgh, Monday night, playoff implications. If they win this game, chances are they might win the division. And that's ahead of Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens because they are really that serious. So we'll see. Week 18. Week 18. Made it to the final week. Give me the Cowboys versus the Eagles. I don't know what it is about this game. Whenever the Cowboys and Eagles get together last week, last game of the year of the regular season, something magical always happens. Good or bad for Dallas. The good, Dallas wins, and they get into the playoffs, they win the division, and then they try their luck at the playoffs and all this. The bad, they just get humiliated. Or they have to rely on somebody else to get into the playoffs, and that other team wins, and then they're playing for nothing, and they win, and it's like it was all for nothing. Or like I said, they get embarrassed. And then the next day we hear Stephen A with his accident waiting to happen thing on first take, 7 a.m. It's just one of those things where something magical always happens when the Cowboys play the Eagles, especially at Philadelphia, last game of the year. So we'll see. We will see. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. And hopefully... You know, this NFL season, it's bigger. You know, there's an 18 regular se- or eighteen weeks of the regular season, one less preseason game. The playoffs got extended to another week. Super Bowl is now on February 13th in Los Angeles. So as of today, the road to Los Angeles begins today. And hopefully, everybody has a fun time with it. I want to wish everybody the best of luck to their teams. It's going to be fun. I am super excited for the season to begin now. I cannot wait. We are only, well, depending on how diehard of a preseason fan you are, we are only three months away from preseason, but we're four months away from the kickoff, and I can't wait. I can't wait. This is going to be fun. And now with fans back in the stadium, everything's looking like it's back to normal, and I can't wait. So with all that being said, I hope everybody enjoys the show. I want to thank everybody that tunes into the show. It is a lot of fun. It it really warms my heart knowing that you guys give me about 30 minutes of your day to listen to me, you know, to take time to listen to my opinions of sports topics every day. I really appreciate that. We're almost to the weekend. We have a couple announcements, though. So as I mentioned, the NBA and NHL playoffs are about to begin. I'm thinking about doing a seating to where once the playoffs begins, I'll post it up on either. You got to follow me to win the prize. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, even this uh, podcast, you got to follow it. So share your with your buddies. So what the plan is. Put the brackets out there on every social media page. And what I am going to do is I am going to give 
the fans, you guys, the fans, a chance to predict the winner of the NBA and NHL championship. I'm not saying who's going to win the series. Just give me a winner. And if your prediction's true, the prize will be an Amazon gift card. Amazon gift card. One winner for each, each social media page I'm on. Whether that's YouTube, the anchor here, comment here, Instagram, or Facebook. Same thing with the NHL. So, like I said, it's going to be fun. I can't wait. We'll have more for that, more for you in the time being. But until then, I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. I hope everybody has fun. We are almost to the weekend, guys. So just hang in there. Have fun. And I will talk to you guys soon. Have a wonderful day, everybody.